Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darn on there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassie. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Puyarvi back bar and in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chet. Ago today, Ian Gillen, born frontman, guitar player for Deep Purple. That's Hush to open up Thursday's edition of Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. It is Brendan Escott back in the booth today alongside Cam Moon, who had the show yesterday. How'd it go, Cam? Good times. Cody carried it. Totally carried it. It was he was the, he was the key to making everything work. You Absolutely, you, yeah. You're uh, you're the glue guy of this operation, oh, Cody. Absolutely. Can't confirm or deny. <laughs> it's absolute truth. Well, we appreciate the show you've helped us put together today. Again, brought to you by Digitex. We'll talk 
prospects with uh, Chris Peters, who has done some work with ESPN, CBS Sports, uh, uh, USA Hockey, I believe, as well, and get a different perspective on some of the guys inside the Oilers system. Haven't heard a ton of late of people like Carter Savoy, for example, or how about uh, Luca Munzenberger, the third-round pick from this year's draft. Just some different names to get a different perspective on that coming up after the 12.35 or 12.30 news, I should say. Got to talk Elks as your Edmonton Elks looking for their first win on the road. Their first road game in a couple of seasons, by the way. So uh, Elks color analyst Dave Campbell, he'll join us after the 1.30 news. And what's the deal with this the beauty league? The, the beauty league out in Minnesota, you know the one. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to find out. And and for that, we turn to uh, one of the stars. He's gone viral for at least uh, one save that he's made in this league, and that is uh, Oilers goaltender Alex Stalock, who, uh, being a Minnesota product, should have plenty to offer on exactly what the Beauty League is and why it looks like so much fun on the Internet. <laughs> they look like they're having the best time. I'm looking forward to that conversation. I want to hear all about this because... Uh, as far as having fun and staying in shape and, you know, that the training in the summer doesn't mean it can't be fun. You know, those guys are having a great time by the looks of it. it. It looks like your average beer league game, except everybody's really good. Yeah, yeah. An incredibly talented level of pickup hockey. Exactly. With hijinks, live microphones, and the lot. So we'll find out uh, not only that, but also Stalock didn't play last year. That was largely in part due to uh, you know some side effects or after effects if you will from COVID. So we'll get an idea of what the recovery was like. And you know, at 34 years old now, I imagine that a lot of the, the regime, the training, the recovery, that sort of thing has evolved to this point in his career. So I'd love to find out from him about that as well and and maybe that's part of keeping yourself fresh and loose in the summer is being out there in that fun environment like you're talking about cam and and being able to stay loose differently and playing in games yes as opposed to just getting out there skating doing drills practicing training in the gym which are all good and important but especially for a netminder Mm -hmm. to have those game situations albeit a little different by the looks of the beauty league it, it's still, it's game. And and for a goaltender that didn't get to play any last mm-hmm. year, it's probably very important that he does get these in the summer. And worth noting as well, there is a possibility of expanded rosters this year to accommodate what could be some residual COVID impact on the NHL. And with that, do the Oilers end up carrying a third goaltender? Because if so, that guy is going to be Staylock. He only has the $750,000 cap hit. So uh, we'll, we'll dive into the person that is Alex Staylock yeah, coming up after the 1 o'clock news. In the meantime, you want to keep in touch, you can do so on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Live entertainment back at the River Cree. Honeymoon Suite and the Headpins, they take the stage September 3rd. April Wine, Rockin' the House on September 18th, and Hotel California, the Eagles tribute band. They play Friday, October 29th. All those details at rivercreeresort.com. You can also text us, 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Today's 
Today's top story brought to you, as always, by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And not a lot in motion today in the hockey world, other than we can now confirm what many of us thought, and that is first overall draft selection. Owen Power of the Buffalo Sabres will not be joining the NHL club for his first season. Instead, he's heading back to the University of Michigan, along with uh, second overall pick Matty Beneers and Kent Johnson, who went fifth overall to Columbus. We're talking about him returning to be a member of one of the greatest college teams of all time on paper and so when you factor in cam buffalo being in the state that they're in and you factor in michigan looking like they could be something historical this year i think this was inevitable yeah and he had certainly alluded to the fact right after the draft or maybe even right before that he was considering strongly considering going back to michigan no matter how the draft turned out and yeah it's it's a bold move it's it says something about what he thinks of the michigan team it also says something about what he thinks about his teammates because he clearly wants to be back there Mm -hmm. i i wouldn't know i'm sure the anxiety level of saber fans or possibly even management goes up a little bit when this happens because there's there are risks involved and you would you would assume that when you take a player first overall he'll just automatically sign of course mm-hmm. and then having watched him at the world championships where he just fit in so seamlessly like he looked pretty good there and that's playing in, against NHL competition like, it's a great level of play and going from NCAA to there you'd think it would be a a bigger jump well it wasn't for him he made it look easy so that leads you to believe that the next step to the nhl is going to be seamless which i'm sure it would be but it, it's also i find it's a little bit risky from the player's point of view too mm-hmm. it would have been quite easy to just sign the contract start getting paid get the signing bonus and away you go as opposed to putting it off a, a year at well at least the season at the very i mean he could just sign as soon as michigan's done they're yeah. done before the nhl is done so and that might be the way it goes but even still it's uh it's a bold move and it's not one that you see very often at all in the nhl you you talk about how the nfl draft works and i think that there's an expectation that pretty well anybody you take in the first round is going to be able to step in and contribute right away and that's not always the case in fact it's seldom the case for hockey i would say beyond maybe the first two or three picks and he's got the size does power to contribute right away we learned at the world championship that he can skate well enough in all likelihood to contribute in the nhl right away so i think that if he must see somewhere where he can still grow as a player at Michigan in that program, whether it be because of the teammates he's going to have there or just the idea that, you know, he's really hell-bent on winning a national championship or going to the Frozen Four. You know, it's an individualized thing, but you have to go all the way back to 2006, as we figured out this morning, to find the last guy who was drafted first overall that didn't play for the team that year, and that was Eric Johnson. Yeah, he went back and played one more year of school before stepping in with St. Louis. So, yeah, it, it's very rare, very rare situation. So, yeah, I, I without 
talking to Owen Power. My guess is he really likes his teammates, really enjoyed his time in year one in Michigan, That and he thinks his team has a chance. And when you look at them on paper, they most certainly have a very good chance. But you get to NCAA playoffs. Those aren't best of sevens. Those are best of ones. So like once you get into the to the tournaments, it's so a lot of things can go sideways. However, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he was in a Sabres uniform before the end of the season. And we, we need to just just so we have a very clear idea, because even I'm learning this right now as I look at the entire roster for Michigan. And it isn't just those couple of big <laughs> names from the top of the draft, though Matty Beneers is there, as is Kent Johnson. But so is Thomas Bordalo from the U.S. National Development Program. He is a high pick, I believe, of San Jose. John Beecher of the Boston Bruins is there. Ethan Edwards is a player that was ex- I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify in the Alberta Junior League for Spruce Grove for a number of years. He'll be a Wolverine. So will Mackie uh, Samuskevich, who was a first-round pick this year. And then Luke Hughes is listed on this roster as well. Brendan uh, Brisson or Brisson. So these are very, these are all first or second-round draft picks, early second-round picks. This is a team that, again, could be historic. So... If there's there's something telling power that it will not hinder his development as a player to go back and play at the level where he already uh, has proven that he can be a dominant force. Yeah, and and when in the history of hockey have we ever said he stayed in junior college whatever too long? Nobody ever says that. <laughs> they only say he went he came up too early and and it hindered his development. So I, and I'm sure he'll he'll have a great season with the incredible teammates. So I, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. It's just hard to say no to all that money. But when you know that you're mm-hmm. here's I've got a contract for three years. I've got this this signing bonus. I mean now I I've got security in that. It's turning that down for for possibly a season, maybe more than one. But I, I really doubt it. I really doubt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just still doing that that. That takes a bit of jam, that's for sure. <laughs> and listen, if you've ever heard the guy talk, Owen Power seems like a very well-put-together, intelligent, calculated individual. So I trust that he knows that this is best for himself. Not the only piece of news, though, around uh, the hockey world. Team Canada beating Finland 4-1 in pre-tournament action at the Women's World Hockey Championship down in Calgary last night. It was 1-1 heading into the third period, and then they took the top off of things. I think Emily Clark was the one who ended up with the game winner in on route to that 4-1 victory. Team USA taking care of the Russian Olympic Committee 6-0 earlier in the day. So, I mean, that might be a telltale sign of where we're headed towards that medal game. I would think Canada and wow. USA are, are on that collision course again, Mooner. They always seem to be. Uh-huh. Uh, Finland threw the, the monkey wrench into the engine there a few years ago. Uh and hey, that was a, it was a close game in the third period. So I mean, once they get to the to the real deal starting uh, tomorrow, who knows? But 
Yeah, good start uh, for the women's team. It just had to feel good to play games like meaningful, yeah. well, all uh, about to be really meaningful games. That one would have felt meaningful, <laughs> even though it's pre-tournament because it's been so long. But really good to to see them playing and seeing this world championship happen. It all gets going for real tomorrow. I believe a 4 p.m. puck drop again between Canada and Finland on that front. So they definitely play tomorrow evening. Uh, EA Sports releasing the NHL 22 cover athlete. And no, it is not Connor McDavid. It's also not Leon Dreisaitl. But just for you Oilers fans, why not Austin Matthews again? (laughs) Why not? And listen, I don't have too much to say on this. A video game's a video game. I'm sure nobody that plays the game is really listening to the show. But from a marketing standpoint, for the company to put an American player on the front of it and have a Canadian jersey on his chest, I think that you're ticking as many boxes with one player as you as you probably can. And remembering who that demographic is trying to appeal to as well. There's probably a lot of American kids, hockey fans, that, that really idolize Austin Matthews. He's the goal scorer. He's playing in the big market in Canada. He's the dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I... I that's not overly surprising no. in in selecting him to be on that, and I'm with you. Like, whatever you can put you can put whoever you want on yeah. that thing. I think they're uh, they're still going to sell plenty of games. There'll be still lots that uh, play the heck out of it. Yeah, um, and it does check some boxes. He's he uh, he's a top top line guy, and the fact that he's uh, a big time young American born player. That's yeah. So, yeah, good. Excellent. Makes sense. Will he be the same caliber goal scorer when he comes back from this wrist surgery? Or will he be better? I mean, sometimes you see baseball players go for Tommy John, Cam, and they come back from that year and a half long recovery time better than they were before. Now, Matthews, he's looking at probably four to six weeks, and he still put up 40-some-odd goals last year with the bum wrist anyway. You know, but uh, we'll see. Maybe it zaps a little (laughs) bit of power. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll let things play out. Yeah. Uh, there's not too much to debate. It's August 19th. I mean, what do you want from us? Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Uh, I should mention, too, no Kevin Weeks today. He's enjoying some time off, but his regular Thursday appearances on the show, they're brought to you by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in solar electrical installation and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We'll take a time out here, come back with uh, a couple more thoughts in NHL today from Cody Jansen and also into our Oilers Now audio vault. Uh, yeah, we'll probably hear from our NHL insider in that as well. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you this afternoon on Oilers Now. 1224 in Edmonton. Let's go to the Oilers Now audio vault that's brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Now, Cam was in the, uh, the captain's chair yesterday, and without a ton of NHL news to draw on, Uh, Maybe some of the focus in this market right now, Cam, is on the restricted free agent status of Kyler Yamamoto, which you asked John Shannon about yesterday, our NHL insider, just as to why the former first-rounder hasn't quite signed a deal yet. After the free agency uh, episode uh, with with everybody getting signed, it's almost like every front office of every NHL team uh, went on holiday. Uh, Everybody's at the lake. Everybody's at the cottage, or if you're in BC, you're at the cabin. Um, every, everybody has just said, "Okay, I need to get away for a while." And what we're seeing now, starting, we, 
it started Monday is people starting to trickle back, and I fully expect to see uh, starting next week uh, that uh, we'll see a lot more activity when it comes to uh, you know the restricted free agents, uh, and uh, I, I think there's only one arbitration case left uh, in the NHL. They all got solved, uh, but I think that we're going to see a lot of business get done in the last week of August. And look, I know it's a fun talking point in the absence of many others right now, but I have zero anxiety about whether or not Kyler Yamamoto will play this upcoming season in Edmonton. It's just a matter of figuring out what the dollar value is going to be and what the bridge deal is going to look like. Because as the player in his shoes right now, coming off of, I think, four goals or whatever, what did Bob mention yesterday? It was four goals in his final 27 games or some something along those lines. It wasn't enough to justify him going in there and asking for a boatload of money. It's a, a shame that he didn't have the kind of production he did this most recent season that he did in, in his rookie campaign when he broke out for 26 and in 27. But there's no arbitration rights. There is not a whole lot of a case for him based on the stats production this year. So I think he'll probably check in around two and a half million. Cody Jansen is uh, on the other side of the glass. He's got NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. I think the two biggest things making noise today was Owen Power going back to school and Matthews on the cover of NHL. But we did have a signing as well. The Columbus Blue Jackets signed center Cole Sillinger to a three-year entry-level contract. Sillinger selected by the Blue Jackets 12th overall in the draft this year. And also some reports coming out from St. Louis. They might have interest in Zdeno Chara. This is per Jeremy Rutherford of the Athletic Chara. Two goals, 10 points in 55 games last year at the Capitals. Will be interesting to see if he leaves that East Coast. Well, and that's just it, is the, the last I heard, he didn't want to. And St. Louis had interest in him last year before he ultimately ended up in Washington. So does, he's in Slovakia right now. He's 44 years old. I think he's only coming back to play for a team he believes is close to a cup. Is that St. Louis right now? Oh, I don't think they're close to a cup. I. But, I, I mean, just where there's smoke, there's fire sometimes, and maybe something adds up. Maybe he's had good conversations with Barube. You just never know. Cam, did you ever get to call Cole Sillinger's games in his rookie season there for Medicine Hat? Because he was electric. Ends up going 12th, as Cody mentioned, to Columbus in this year's draft. Had a big year in the USHL last year, so he actually got to play a full season. Um, what do you like about that player? What do you remember about that player? Very good on the power play. Even as a 16-year-old, he got significant power play time. You don't see that in the WHL very much mm. except for the, the truly elite. And a great shot went on his off wing. That's where they would set him up on the power play because he had that, that tremendous shot, not unlike his father who had a pretty good shot when he played in the WHL with the Regina Pats. So I, I, was, I was impressed with him. I uh, got to uh, yeah see him his first year. He goes to the USHL, so I, I didn't mm -hmm. see how his skating had improved from year one to year two of junior. Uh, that was something that needed a little bit of work as far as being an NHL player, being a, a very good WHL player. No, he had that. But I, I'm guessing that that made a significant step when he went in there. And I, he was going to go in the first round to somebody because there was a lot of teams interested yeah. in him. 
So I'm, I'm sure he made good progress when it came to the skating. We'll find out uh, maybe a little bit about Cylinder and a lot more on the Oilers' properties inside the system when we connect with Chris Peters, NHL prospect journalist. He's done work with the SPN. He's done work with CBS Sports. We'll hear what he has to say on the likes of Xavier Borgo, Raphael Lavoie, Olivier Rodrigue. A lot of French prospects all of a sudden in this Oilers' system. When we come back from a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.